Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm not false advertising here, but he cried when, when, when I did it. But we were young, okay? <laughs> Welcome back to That's a Gay Ass Podcast, the podcast that asks, whose fault is it that you're gay? It is me, Eric Williams, coming at you live from Florida. This week, we have Julian Bozinski, the TikTok internet phenom, as a really gorgeous guest, not only on the pod, but he also did the live show last week as one of our gay ass himbos. It's a big Julian week for me, and I hope you are feeling some jealousy. If I'm being so honest with you, I took a hit of my um, marijuana pen two and a half minutes ago, and I haven't smoked all week, and I feel insane in a good way, but if, if that's coloring any of this, that is why. <clears throat> Um, what am I talking about? I'm back. We're talking about Julian is this week's guest. He's got 3 million followers. It is fully bonkers. And I'm just so excited for you to hear this conversation. But I do want to tell you all that the show last week was great. Just so good. Uh, all the guests like were God tier. And thank you all for literally making it a standing room only show. Fully sold out. People were in a line out the door to get in. Like, this is what dreams are made of. I just want to tell you a quick Florida story. Uh, I know that there are a lot of gays in Florida. And if you're listening, I support you. I love you. And I'm doing my part by flirting with all the straight dads while I'm here. And fuck are they hot. So um, let me know if there's anything else I can do. But I, I think I'm really working hard. Now, last night, we're at this restaurant. And the really cute bartender, who I don't think was gay, he over poured a drink he was making, which we later found out. Because he set two little cups down. Mind you, I was with Matt and his parents. But he t- went just to me and Matt, set us down these orange creamsicle cosmopolitans and said, hey, I overpoured. Here you go. And at first I was like, this feels like a drink version of him calling me faggot. But I do think he was, I just knew that we were like young people. And he probably knew we were gay, but he was being nice. And he had leg tattoos, which looked great. So I forgave him. But again, tales from Florida. If you do not yet have your tickets for That's a Gay-Ass Live show in New York City, it is eight days away. It is Thursday, the 29th, and I'm just going to tell you it's going to be epic. I mean, listen to the lineup. Grossi Pelosi, Emma Willman, Kevin Zack, the Dragon Sisters, Good Children, Garrett Williams, Edson Montenegro, Millie Tamara's just fucking phenomenal. It's The link is in the description, and 
There's a link for the Gay Ass Podcast live recording in New York City on January 28th with Brian Derrick, the political hot tea. So it's not to be missed. The tickets are really cheap. It's $10. And it's at the JCC. Are you kidding? I I'm, I think I'm going to be extra filthy just because it'll feel like a healing moment, you know, to like fully embrace all sides of me. Big Jew big horny gay now speaking of being a big horny gay let's get into this episode with julian brzezinski we not only talk about the time he interviewed the stars of book club we talk about his appearance in the adina menzel music video that just came out and he has a gorgeous first time having sex story that excited for you to hear if you enjoy this podcast leave a five-star review We've gotten some really great notes lately, and I would love to read yours, too. Enjoy this app. Get your tickets for That's a Gay-Ass Live Show, Gay-Ass Podcast Recording that's live on the 28th and the 29th, and I'll see you there. up y'all because this is it julian berzinski is this week's hit guest we'll work on it julian thanks for coming on that's a gay ass podcast what an honor to have you here it's an honor to be here and an honor to be gay as hell as well folk folk yeah <laughs> bitch um speaking of honors when you said yes to doing that's a gay ass live show as one of our in-house himbos i told you at the show but it was a dream come true c-u-m um thank you so much for doing the show the first question i have for you is who was the biggest bitch backstage <gasps> oh my gosh Truly nobody. I guess maybe the biggest bitch was probably my jean shorts because my ass was eating them the entire time. <laughs> Your ass was a fucking Kuntasaurus. <laughs> yeah, she always makes sure she's the star of the party. So. so you agree you've always had a big ass? Yes, I actually played soccer until high school. So I think that's where it kind of came from that and eating cookies because those are my <laughs> favorite food I for sure cookies and a soccer bottom bitch um well you truly killed it at the show and i'm not joking to quote unquote cast the himbos for that show for anybody who hasn't seen the show yet it's basically like we have two gorgeous men twerk on stage and then have to be voted as the himbo of the night and then do a a winning lap dance at the end of the show and i'm not joking a lot of people say no because they're like i have stage fright or just to be like ogled on stage by a room of people that's scary were you scared at all because you didn't seem to be not really only because so i lived in new york before the pandemic for about six months before everything hit and i used uh-huh. to go to this show called soaked um and it was like three drag queens laguna blue rose and lemon <gasps> and they had a portion of the show where you got up on stage two people did and did like lap dances and there was like a spinning wheel and things like that and one of my most like my most favorite most favorite memories is um doing a lap dance for laguna blue but we i had only underwear on like and i kept going back so like i went on stage a bunch and i know i i love i love being on stage so it and you know showing my what i can do so my what i can do aka your big soccer playing ass um so you really like kind of honed your craft in new york city for a few months moved to the west coast and the rest is history 
Yes, on on that front. I mean, before I I did study musical theater, so like I've been on stage before. Oh, I took a deep sigh as I hear musical theater because <laughs> you know I think you and I might have similar trajectories. The only difference is that you are now a media mogul who has grown a Kardashian style epic content farm, and I mean that with the most. <laughs> respect imaginable thank you i i've i've been following you for a long time and i think my entree was probably your miss congeniality video where you did you one in a million mm. do a lot of people say that to you was that a lot of people's first for you or were you what, what do people say is their entree yes definitely miss congeniality a lot is you don't own me from mm, first wives first wives club. club yeah um a lot newer is devil's prada which was this mm. this year and then euphoria was a big one as well which euphoria scene did you do? Oh, I did like a huge amount of season two. <laughs> I like went to Target. I would watch it at 6 p.m. in L.A. and go to Target. And everyone's like, where do you get the clothes? I'm like, at Target. Um, but no plug for Target because obviously right, we're right, having right, trouble. Right, right, right. But back then they were fine. And I would get as close of costumes as I could and do it like either that morning or that night. Like literally like screen recording, like trying to get it. Done. And then you would record, edit, and just post it ASAP? Uh, yeah, I would post it the next day, like trying to get them um, as soon as possible, just because it was so popular. It was just... Okay, it, it average, so well. average shopping trip to Target for one of these videos, mm. you spend how much? I, well, I return sometimes, too. <laughs> <laughs> honey, honey, you have to return in this economy. You have to return. If the AC's on and I'm not sweating through the clothes... <laughs> Then I would return. If if it's bad, I would not. Um, but I guess like for those like, and, and I have a lot of stuff too. So it depended on what yeah. I needed. But I would say probably like forty. Oh yeah, that's great. Not, I I, not I'm not, I have no shame in saying that I'm a returner. Only and only recently because I didn't know I didn't know you could do that until recently. Mm. I worked on a project with a friend where we filmed in Joshua Tree. She wore white jeans. There was wind. There was dust. Those jeans looked fucking filthy she got them from nordstrom mm. she as any other jewish mother would say <laughs> and she is a jewish woman so i can say this she was like they, they will take anything back in nordstrom she take i watch her with my own eyes return the white jeans covered in desert dirt and they took it back in nordstrom i don't know why i don't know how <laughs> but they did if you can return i think you should right, right. if it's not needed and it w and can find a better home that it will be needed more exactly and, and honestly the, the biggest i think risk with that is regretting the return i i have one piece of clothing i wore for a, a birthday party a high-waisted women's leather pant mm. last year i've had so many instances where i thought i could have i could have worn them again but the, honey they were returned days after that party <laughs> and you know what and then next time you do it you don't return it exactly well i gotta find those fucking pants uh but speaking of stunning Luke's pants and otherwise, I need to address the Adina Menzel move music video. It's just, I don't know if one might call that your big break, but um, <laughs> when I saw she posted it and I recognized you and then you posted it, even though we hadn't met yet, I felt like I was watching a family member on the big screen. Give it to me straight slash gay. You get the offer. Did you have to audition? How did we get this? How did we book Dean Z's music vid? Well, one of my best friends, actually, Nick Laughs, directed it. So we were just doing, I did a show in LA, a Legally Blonde like tribute show. Yes. And 
um, he put that together in New York as well. And so we did that in New York, brought it to LA the next month. And we actually shot that end of May. So like it was two weeks after the, wow. the video came out two weeks after we had shot it. So it was like super quick. But I flew, we did the Legally Blonde and I flew to New York the next day with him and got the chance to dance. And it was so super... So she was a straight to offer Adina Menzel music video. Well, but it was but it was an amazing experience and I was like shitting my pants the entire time because... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was talking about Adina Menzel with... For, for everyone who doesn't know, I'm recording this in Florida right now, staring at Julian's gorgeous face, but <laughs> I'm here with my husband and, and his parents. And last night, Adina Menzel came up because I said she was my favorite performer I saw at Pride. There was just something about her her set that was just so like short that had the nostalgia, but also hearing her sing Rent during Gay Pride and from a person who did the original show like it just to me felt like i was witnessing her history yeah and i bring this up because i was i was like wait how old is this woman because she is doing this gay bop which i think move is a very smart move on her part yeah and i was like how old is she and so we went around the table and we guessed do you know julian how old adina menzel is i want to s- i don't want to guess <laughs> <laughs> i want to say that i don't want to guess i think um, i know but Tell me. I'm going to edit it out if it's devastating. Give me your number. 52? She's 52 years old. Okay, yeah. Julian, good job. I did 52. She looks like that. She sounds like that. She's so unbelievably talented and gorgeous. And I just, I don't know. I don't know how she does it. Like, honestly, whoever her dermatologist is. I mean, sickening. Give me my, give me the number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, truly. Yeah, no, she looked. I, th- she was my favorite at Pride as well. Yeah, I, I thought her set was amazing. The new album, um, I believe it comes out in August. I know her new single, Dramatic, just dropped. Oh I, yeah, I think Friday. But this, like she said in interviews too, it's like her love letter to the LGBTQ plus community, mm. which is really, really amazing. And yeah, to sing Defying Gravity, Frozen, and Rent, I was like, you gave us everything we needed. Yeah, tens, tens, tens across the board. Exactly. It truly was everything. God, there's so many questions for you, Julian, that I like. I've written down all... What I love so much about your work is that you have such taste that I think speaks to what has made me and a lot of people gay. I mean, the list of the videos that you have done, you've done Sex in the City, Broad City, The Hot Chick, which was huge <laughs> for me, of course, Legally Blonde, um, First Wives Club, Mariah Carey, just like there are so many things that I'm sure have turned you gay, which is why I want to get into that question mm. right now. Julian Brzezinski, whose fault is it that you're gay? Who do we blame, <laughs> babe? You know, I was thinking about this question and I... My first memory really was watching Spice World, which came out <gasps> 1997. So three oh. years. Uh, yeah, three years. I was born in 1994. So three years after. I don't know if I was three watching it, but... I'm doing the math. Sorry, girl. I'm doing the math. <laughs> you were born in 94. I'm 29. I thought it was great. <laughs> yeah, thank you for, thank you for like watching I, the wheel spin <laughs> for 20 minutes i'm i'm 29 um okay so you're 29 yes. so you are just a few years old spice world comes out yeah spice world and watching the background dancers come up on the stage and they're like cut it cut it we it's too much it's too much and you know they were shirtless at first and i was like work like hot <laughs> but then when they come out in the purple 
and they turn around and it's just their butts. Oh, yes, yes. And they're so like tan and like oiled up. And mm. it's the Spice Girls at that age, at that time, like Baby Spice was my like end all be all. Like I was just like, need it. I had those suckers with the um, stickers. Yeah. Um, Did you consider yourself a, ba- a Baby Spice if you had to cast yourself? I would. I would say now, yeah. I would say Baby Spice mixed with Posh. Oh, she's got some posh in her, some Victoria. Yeah, with some posh moments for sure. But I would say that that and just like nineties rom coms really. Like when yeah. when I would come home from like middle school or just at any time whenever the bullying started, like I have two sisters as well. Um older or younger? Older. Um mm. so I'm the youngest. My parents and my family, my sister, one of my sisters is also a lesbian. Um, and Are you a lesbian? Well. I'm kidding. <laughs> she's um. also very gay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being a cunt because I'm in Florida. Um, <laughs> can, you, can, you, can you paint a picture for us where in the world you grew up? Yes, I grew up in Naperville, Illinois. Oh my God. See, I was, I'm not joking. I was going to say Ohio because you have such like a kind midwestern is which is probably also why i feel connected to you Mm. naperville illinois um so i'm from st louis missouri so i don't think that is where the where is naperville is that close to chicago yeah it's like an hour away okay 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 so she has the midwestern vibes Mm. maybe big city you've got two sisters one is gay yeah the other one is straight yes and um now i'm just now i need to know everything which sister is gay middle or oldest middle Okay, okay, so the gays keep gaying. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so um, I do think st- statistically speaking, I've heard that a lot of boys who have multiple sisters end up gay. I, I'm sure there's something science-y. Mm. It's like the same thing with twins, which I debunk that because I, I, my twin isn't very not gay. But your sisters were probably, I hope, so, like such rocks for you while you were getting bullied. For sure. Yeah, at that time, I think like me and my middle sister, growing up, we kind of butted heads the most um but i also think that but we're you know we're also close now so which i i love so much um but i think she was finding herself too she was older she was in you know so i think we were both kind of unhappy figuring out who we were and i think that's why we did butt heads so much because we knew what to like say to each other to really hurt each other's feelings and how close are you in age um i'm 29 she's 32 yeah so that's like only a few years so i think that that it's it's having siblings is i think is harder than a lot of people actually are open about because i think especially i can even see it with you as adults you respect your siblings you have history with your siblings and you don't want to disrespect or harm you know the like legacy of your family but when you're a fucking 12 year old kid it can be awful yeah. to not only be a 12-year-old, but to also have siblings who are also feeling awful. Exactly. And now, and I and I agree, like, I, I don't ever, now we've grown up, am I still petty? Yeah, I can still be petty towards them, like, because they're my sisters. But yeah, growing up, they, I mean, they were always there for me. My parents were always there for me. I kind of, like, tried to shut that in, though. I didn't want that to ever be a conversation until, like, uh-huh. I think the school called home and said something because at that point i think that was in isn't this crazy second grade i was the first time i remember being called gay and then my two best 
I said this now, but in second grade, my two best girlfriends who were like my yeah. two best friends left a note on my on my desk being like, we can't be friends <clears throat> with you be- because you're gay. And I didn't even really like at, at that point, I really didn't even know what it meant. But I, you know, obviously it affected me and I got talked to because I was being mean. Like they called me up and was like that I had been mean to them or like somebody else who said it or anything. And they called home because I got in trouble for it. To say you were being mean. That I was being mean. Your two girlfriends had put on your locker that we cannot be friends with you because you are gay. What? So do you think one of the, the girls said something to a teacher or something? Yeah. I, I don't know if I ignored or like what I did, but I know it was, I know the, I will never forget the the one guy's name who first said it to me. Um, but yeah, I think he, it, it was just like a big thing around the classroom. And then I don't know what I had done to make her think I was being mean or anything. But. I mean, I'm pissed on your behalf. Yeah, I mean, like, anything, good. Like, I'm glad I was mean if I was, but I don't think you I really sh- And was. you fucking should have been. And, yeah. you, and I'm sure you weren't. And I'm sure you were reacting to the people that you loved <laughs> that were your friends who, like, publicly and cruelly yeah stopped a friendship because of who you are i mean listen i this comes up so much because i think we are healing as adults and i think what you are doing is probably whether you acknowledge it or not is like a healing part of your past which is like being so unapologetic and this Brene brown video came up that um someone posted that was basically saying how as a kid you have all of these ways to protect yourself right all these defense mechanisms and then as an adult especially right now whereas i'm in my you know early to mid 30s you're only a few years younger we learn how those protective mechanisms aren't helping us anymore and mm-hmm. they're actually keeping us from living a full life and it's no fucking wonder that we feel the need to protect ourselves because of stuff like that you were blamed for being treated horribly yeah so then did you what how did your parents react to that well yeah we got the call home and that was the first time you know my mom had even heard of it because i hadn't said anything but you know they always were like we love you no matter what like yeah yeah yeah. and and again i I truly was like i don't even know what that means like i knew i had an idea but like in second grade i'm kind of just like uh, you're like i don't know what that means can we watch spice world exactly i'm like put it on but that was <laughs> that was my coping like i would come home and watch these rom-coms like all these movies and like that would be like my escape to what i was like dealing with at school or even like just in life at that time like i would just come home and watch these and some movies that i probably shouldn't have watched but you know I'm so thankful that I did because they provided that escape and like that inspiration that like I knew I wanted to be like that. Like I wanted to perform. I wanted to like create this safe space. And that's why I started making the videos like during the pandemic. It was a huge nostalgic. Mm -hmm. The first week I was just like rewatching these movies that I had remembered that had made me feel like safe and like made me forget about what was happening in my life. But in 2020 what was happening in the world and just kind of like staying in those like you know two hours of just like escapism and then realizing that you know i could fast track by 
making some of these fantasies a reality and maybe providing the same like safe space that these movies did but in a short form content yeah and you turn it the fuck out i i <laughs> I, I was saying before we were recording that because your setup right now is so gorgeous and all your videos are so gorgeous but like we were saying you you had to teach yourself so much of this and like it's in a way people say the entertainment industry was like you know it's better now because you can create things for yourself which is true i'm yeah. grateful that we have the ability and the platforms to do this however the more difficult part is you have to train yourself. I was Googling yesterday about a certain fucking Final Cut video editing thing because I just couldn't figure it out. And just like there's so much self-teaching you have to do. And I see your videos and all I can think of after I've lived my life and loved them so much is how much fucking time did it take for you to edit these? <laughs> do you edit all of your videos? I do. Yeah, I do everything by myself. Okay. Um, how... Let's let me take a video for example. <laughs> here's a great here's a great one. I'm gonna start like the technically easier to the more difficult ones. Mm. You do one of my favorite recent ones is Drop Dead Gorgeous. You do yeah. the Brittany Murphy. I mean, my brother Peter moved to New York and he's living his dream. <laughs> this is Barbara. You photoshopped your face in the photos. Mm. Um, how long had you thought from idea to printing photos to filming to editing? Did that video take? Um. I mean, the idea that people have wanted me to do Drop Dead Gorgeous for so long, and I, I love that movie. I just, like, a, a lot of it I can't do <laughs> because oh, yeah. of the content. Um, but I had just wa- I had just rewatched it last week. You can't do it because it's too dark? Um, just some of the content isn't, like, current. Or the, oh, I see. I see. Yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a lot of... There are a lot of scenes that I I'm going to. I know. I mean, let me let me. Okay, let me label it for sure. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like I'm thinking of a scene that would be fun, but like you definitely can't do is um when they visit the ex queen in the hospital who's like being treated for an eating disorder. Right. When she's like she's skinny, not deaf. Like she's skinny, Amber, not deaf. Yeah. yeah. Like God, it's such a good line, but I can see how. For yeah. a person who has a gigantic audience, <laughs> a lot of them might not be thrilled to see that being brought back. Right. Um, but I guess for that morning, I, I had the wig, I had the shirt, um, but I printed out. So two of those pictures I had done like um, a, a Chicago moment. So that was just a picture of a video I had done. And then the Barbara one I put my face in. So that took like 10 minutes and then mm-hmm. filming it. A half hour, like not too long with movies yeah, yeah. like that, too, that I know very well. Yeah. Yeah. With like in Brittany Murphy, I love her. She's just got such a sweet air and her mannerisms are just so like her. And I love mm-hmm. like doing like Uptown Girls or anything she's done before. So like it, she's just so full of joy. And that really isn't. I think I have so much fun doing characters like hers that the joy isn't really hard to recreate. Right. Yeah. Well, I think when it comes down to like the actual filming of the videos, I'm sure that's the fun part and the faster parts is mm. probably just all the like coordination and the editing because like when you do, I mean, like this the Miss Congeniality one, the first one I saw where you're Sandra Bullock, you are all of the other. I was going to say queens as if they're drag queens, but <laughs> they essentially are like all the other queens doing the opening number. Like, does editing take you? Yeah, that's pretty. That's a good amount. Five hours. Yeah, five six hours. I'd say. God, I hope the followers, I hope your followers, I know they appreciate you, but I, for any of them listening right now, 
We're giving snaps <laughs> to the time that goes in. Yeah, thank you. So then, so then, because you are a musical theater gal, mm. give me one role in high school that people are like, oh my God, Julian was so good as blank in blank. Mm. I, I guess in college, I'll say college. Yeah, I was college. Um, Lonnie in Rock of Ages, which I like oh, absolutely yeah. love, like narrator. And that same year I did play, but now I could never play it again, but I, I, I'm thankful that I got to play this character, but I, I am not Jewish, but I did play Leo Frank in Parade. Hey, listen, I love that you just said that because you're being so considerate and careful, but I'm sure you fucking killed it as Leo. I, no, I had the best time researching and just, I, I love, I think that character and that show are so special. It's one of my favorite shows ever. Um, and I, I hope I get to see it in New York. Um, but that was my senior year. I got to do those two. And I think I really... Where came. did you go to college? I went to Elon. And I lived... Oh, my God. I, I meant to tell you, I lived in New York with Madison Johnson. <gasps> and she Madison messaged Johnson. me. And she was like, I listened oh to the podcast. God. I was like, yeah, I'll tell them. <laughs> so oh hi, Madison. God. Love you. So I went to high school with Madison Johnson. And we were both theater gals. She was, yeah, a couple years younger than me. And huge shout out to Madison, who yeah. is a star. Oh, my God. <gasps> Elon MT bitch Julian Brzezinski. Okay, so then you played Leo Frank. You had a Rock of Ages moment. Mm. Are you? Uh, I'm telling. My brain is going somewhere. I promise. This is a logical next step in my brain. Yeah. Our c- question is: Are you single? I am single. Yes. Okay, so you're single. I think I can. I, I'm gonna at some point be a matchmaker for you, and I'm gonna find a nice Jewish boy for you, and then you can regale him with all of your devastating Leo Frank stories that you learned, and then it'll Love. be tales all this time. Um, <laughs> do you have a type that you're into when you're dating? No. I And are, like, are you looking to are you looking to find a relation or are we enjoying kind of the bopping around? I am. I'm on I just redownloaded Hinge, <laughs> which yeah, she is did. unhinged. Um but <laughs> yeah I am. I think I'm ready um meeting somebody who just i don't really have a type somebody who's like funny and just like kind and in general just has like an outlook on life that like is excited to explore new things and also like learn learn about new things and not just be like so set in like what it is yeah 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 yeah, like flexible spontaneous do you i find it important when in my matchmaking business, which is um, 0% successful <laughs> so far. But when I'm asking potential clients, um, I think it's important when you're dating to try to clarify if you're looking for someone that is more of the like, not only the planner, but also if you're looking for someone that's like the extrovert that is when you meet someone new and you're at a party, are mm-hmm. they the first person talking or are you the first person talking? Probably they are. Okay, okay, okay. I- I'm not this- very... Which again is why we need to find you a Jew because they're not not gonna shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, I get I get really shy in settings like that or like flirting. Yeah. I don't have that. Like I think once maybe a drink or two in maybe, but like yeah, I think someone would come up to me if anything. I, I don't know if I I would. I wish I would, and I need to work on that. But I would say no, no, no. We're <laughs> you, you. You've got your own charm and your or gorge, your own gorgeousness. You do have a video that is a funny video. That says your first time bottoming, and you do that audio clip that's like at first it was fun, yeah, then scary, <laughs> then fun again. Is that true that um, your first time was fun and scary? Yes, actually, my first time it was with 
um, somebody who is still one of my best friends. Oh. Um, and we like flipped, lol. We were so, <gasps> we were so <laughs> on it. Um, and it was scary. But then after, I think it was more scary topping because he, and, and I'm not, this isn't, um, I'm not false advertising here, but he cried when, when, when I, but we were young okay let's uh, again i'm not saying i'm not false laughing advertising. At i'm laughing at the fact that you are trying not to say that you have a monster yeah. song that's like <laughs> tearing him apart which i understand the impulse i mean listen that shit's painful at first for sure but i think i was more scared in that moment because of, we, you made I, someone cry yeah and i had done it and like it was scary but we you know we did it and we now it that you're great. friends and i'm sure you've been open about this now mm. is uh, do you both have the same sexual inclination position-wise, or have you leaned more one on him or the other? I think, I believe he is more, I believe he's more of a bottom. And, and I, you? I'm more verse, I would say. I love that. Yeah. God, 2023. I also do hate when people ask that, but I just, the story, I wanted, I wanted an epilogue to the story. So I'm, thank you for indulging that. No, I, it's a mood for sure. I mean, there could sure. be like weeks where I'm like, and then Wonder, weeks yeah, where I'm like, leaning more. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like, Absolutely. The balance. Yeah. And the circle of life, if you will. Right. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at UH1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. 
it's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Did you um, come out while you were still in Naperville or was it kind of a college moment or post? So we moved to... Luckily, my parents knew through middle school I was I was pretty miserable. And um, when I was in eighth grade, my both of my sisters had been my oldest sister had been in college, and then I was graduating eighth grade, and my sister was graduating high school. So I actually auditioned for a performing arts high school in Chicago, and my dad worked in the city. Like it, it all kind of just worked out, and like. Again, luckily, I have such amazing parents who um, we moved actually into the city, into Wicker Park, and I got to go to high school in the city and study music theater um, at this high school. Um, And then... Was everybody gay at that school? Yeah, I mean, pretty much. (laughs) Everyone was really, really just open to exploring either in like their fashion or just life in general and art. And that was like the best thing that ever happened to me because I was able to like express myself in a way I'd never. So like I was wearing like dance belts and spandex, like to school, like 7am I'm like throwing this thong on like spandex, like American apparel, like all that stuff with like headbands and glitter and just like going through school. And you know, it, it was, I'm so happy I had, um, the chance to do that because it was just so like freeing and helped me find myself in which ways I, you know, chose to yeah e- express every part. Well, and about it's such me. a it's such a happy turn of events from the devastating locker moment. Exactly. So <laughs> second grade. I mean, you fucking deserved that. I. It just breaks my heart when you hear those stories about people like you and I who had moments of being shamed or blamed for being who we are and i you know because i'm with my in-laws right now this story came up that made me so happy i will publicly shout them out my aunt-in-law and uncle-in-law my my mother-in-law's sister their family is just it's mary beth and brad they are so open and excited about whatever their kid is uh interested in and they were both i found this out last night they Mm. were huge athletes like did like soccer and like swimming in college like like very great athletes but their kid is like this girl who was just so into the the ballet and Mm. the dance and her dad brad said i guess i'm gonna be a dance dad now and just like it's like fully leaning in and that is the way to do it yeah it's like and it's silly i even have to i have to say that about you know, a young girl that wants to take her dance classes, but you know there are parents out there that are still, well, I did this and they need to do this. And it's like, fuck that. It's, would you rather your kid do what you're forcing them to do and then not talk to you after they're 18 or watch them do a pirouette, bitch? Exactly. And that, I mean, that in itself is a sport. So... Hello? Get it. Get a gal. Honey, I tried to fuete for years, and I still... <laughs> that, that, that foot was sickled, honey. Oh, my... The the flat-footedness that I still have. Like, they're like, point your toes. I'm like, I'm trying. You're like, I thought I was. <laughs> I'm like, they are. <laughs> no, I, I totally agree with that, too. And she's lucky to have them as well. She really is. And I'm so glad that you got to have that experience of going to that fame-esque high school in chicago <laughs> just living your spandex thong to self 
Um, but I do need to ask you, Julian Brzezinski, the mm. next famous podcast question, which is, if the world was ending, you could only save one character actress, mm. who would you save? Um, this one was hard, and I actually wrote a list. Um, mm. But currently, or just like all in, like currently right now... I like this question. I like this because you're giving me options. I'm going to say, Julian, the answer is I want I want all time. Like you think about your life from 1994 to now. You take the, the average adoration towards the character actresses and you got to mm. choose the one for your lifespan. Who is it? I'd probably say Drew Barrymore. Oh, yeah. She, and you know what's so funny is because that could go either way. I'm thinking like if you were going like just current or otherwise, like she's so in the zeitgeist now, deserve it, deservedly, deservedly so. <laughs> and um, I was like, deservably? I sound like Ramona Singer. Um, but she, I'm going to get, there's going to be some people asking, is she a character actress? And I'm going to say because she did Grey Gardens, she is. Oh, I definitely think Josie Grossi is character. I yeah. Think, I think Fifty First Dates is character. listen people feel a certain way about adam sandler and 51st dates slaps slaps and she like i will say never been kissed is like my all-time favorite movie yes Yes. um i will watch that like on a bad day and like things will change so like you've and you've done never been kissed for one of your videos yeah yeah i've done a couple i've done one of my favorites actually i did the um where she's going to prom with the braces and nicole and my Mm -hmm. parents actually (laughs) <laughs> there's like i have a behind the scenes kind of video there but like my dad was or my mom was throwing the egg at my face <gasps> and my mom like i think she did it two or three times but she wasn't throwing it hard enough so like <laughs> the egg would just hit me and kind of just like s- like break on the ground and my dad's like i'll do it <gasps> and we did it and my dad like the first one <laughs> and she goes like oh like oh my dad chucked that egg at my face like hard and i was like it was great the video turned out great it was amazing but i was just like Did you, is that the take that you used yeah that is the take i i was like ah oh, like and that that was like true reaction i was like i was josie grossy in that moment did you <laughs> have a bruise i i had like a little um cut from the egg and he felt really bad he was just like whatever but i was like wow like and it was during the pandemic so like we were like all laughing so hard and yeah, like where like else the are you front go? yard yeah and um yeah so i did that prom one i just did one recently uh when she's like yikes bikes that rhyme <laughs> and then i want to do the prom one soon yeah. because jessica alba that is like one of my favorite line readings ever is when she's like you so do not deserve to be prom queen <laughs> <laughs> and it's like yeah so that I love her so much. I love. No, I don't think anybody's given a Drew Barrymore answer, and she is one thousand percent a person that not only turned us gay, but I would say ushered us into the homosexual era because you know that she has never once been mean to a gay person. Mm-mm. I know that for a fact. I will. I'll stand by that for sure. And if she was, she was doing it as a bit, and then she <laughs> laughed, and and then they held hands and ran into the rain exactly i'm I'm raising a glass to drew barrymore yes cheers clink (laughs) well listen there's so many cultural touchstones references however 
the one we have not discussed i wanted to make sure is the hot chick which uh, i i bring it up because selfishly i need to give it the the respect it's due because i talk way too much about a certain Whoopi goldberg film and i don't talk enough about rachel mcadams rob schneider but hey he (laughs) lands the plane anna ferris Tia and Tamara Maori. Yeah. Who else is I mean that movie it's The Hot Boyfriend. Who's the Hot Boyfriend? Um Matthew Lawrence. Yes. Lawrence. But to your point about like how you dropped a gorgeous, there's a lot you cannot recreate. Yeah. <laughs> the hot chick has a lot of problematic shit. For sure. But A, we didn't know it back then, and B, what a fucking gay ass movie. It's so good. I mean I wanna do so bad the when the bleachers when it's like it's me jessica uh, and it's like me jessica and your teeth were brown <laughs> <laughs> i'm in here <laughs> or um boys are cheats and liars yeah such a big disgrace um you know i can still do that whole fucking thing it's i i, I, I do do we know if rob schneider is problematic these days i would assume yes but i don't want i don't i don't know i mean i I think maybe a lot of the jokes back then, yes, now will be considered that. But I don't know if I've heard like that he is. I hope he's not. Yeah, I don't know. Fox News. Rob Schneider pokes fun at pilot diversity push. Quote, not the best pilots you can find. Eh, it's probably just a stand-up bit that Fox is trying to... Wow, who knew Rob Schneider was going to be in such... There's so many... These are like so many headlines. Apparently, there's going to be The Animal 2. Work. He takes aim at woke culture. Okay, the Fox is doing a lot of coverage, so that makes me nervous. But listen, we'll give Robbie the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, well, we're hoping. We're hoping for you. Well, now I'm curious about if you were going to give an answer for character actresses in today's age, was that mm-hmm. you leaning towards Jennifer Cool or was it going elsewhere? I was going to say right now who I like connect the most with that I like am so excited to see where she goes is Aubrey Plaza. Like, oh uh, my like god right yes but yeah well, by the way that's such a brilliant answer because she is in this era of playing sure it's charactery but it's also not ingenue but i think she's you know giving us sometimes romantic interest but the longer her career goes you know she's going to be doing some like angelica houston type roles and like even glenn close like i feel like she's gonna just yeah. be like Helena Bottom Carter even like I feel like she's gonna become weirder and weirder and better and better yeah like she has like White Lotus was amazing and so is Emily the Criminal like, oh yeah I was, like from seeing you know all like being such a fan of Parks and Rec yeah. and um Emily is it Emily Goes West or Ingrid Goes, Ingrid West? Goes West is one of our faves so like she and she has that like sense of herself and keeps it even playing those like ingenue kind of roles like there are moments where you're just like oh it's there like it's not like gone and well and Ingrid, go, I'm excited so Ingrid goes west does. is such a good reference too because she is a fucking psycho in that movie i mean like but yeah. you still have to believe that she could be friends with someone like elizabeth olsen and kind of have that like every girl mentality but she's still clearly a freak show right Which in a way i think a lot of times as queer people we we especially growing up had to hide our freak showiness Mm. And she is so good at letting it fly, but also showing us all those colors. Yeah. You also interviewed my gals from book club. And I don't even have a question. I just want to state that as a fact. 
and say, thank you for your service. And now the question is, what did you feel when you got the email? How did it come about? Yeah, I was, I was shook. Like, and I also didn't know if it was happening for like a month or two. Like, and I had seen Book Club um, and I had loved Book Club. I like love those movies. Like we, I know you said um, 80 for Brady the other day. Like I love that. Of course. Like I love just icons being together. Well, if I may and, give like, a, a quick, um, a quick, I don't know if he listens, but a friend of a new friend of mine who was at the show i shaded book um i shaded 80 for brady a little bit in the the gay live uh-huh. show he choreographed that movie and he gave me some some sass after the show so ryan thank <laughs> you for your service as well love the movie go on yeah and when i was confirmed i was like freaking out and my mom too was like oh my gosh and we were just like i had gone that week just like watching movies with all of them in it and i I was just like so so excited and even that day like it actually i got to do it on my actual birthday i saw that and they all sang you happy birthday yes and they sang me happy birthday it was at first i was like so excited and i don't know how anyone could not be so i think like a lot of times when i get like excited or nervous i do like it is outward. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, (laughs) or I like trip up on my words or anything like that. And I had said it was my birthday. And then Candace Bergen, actually, I had this shirt on that didn't have buttons on the sleeve. So it was kind of like, I don't know what the style is, but it was like this. Uh It was kind of like a bigger sleeve. And I had this like, um, sleeveless jacket on i thought i was serving you know fashion i was kind of going for diane keaton because she wasn't able to be there so i was like filling that seat kind of and at at the beginning i sat down and of course like so excited so nervous and she's like oh your sleeves are your sleeves are really distracting (gasps) and i was like oh my gosh i'm so sorry like i can roll them up for you and she was like, "Can uh, are there buttons? And I was like, oh, no, like, <laughs> it's just kind of like the way it is. And she's like, oh, the style, the style. And they're like, yeah, he's 29. Like I had said I was turning 29. And they were like, oh, he's 29 is probably the, the fashion of it all. And I was kind of like laughing. But I was like, do you want me to roll it, roll it up? And she was like, no, 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 it's okay. And I watched back and the sleeves don't really look amazing. <laughs> like they look better. She was definitely right. But they look better like standing up. It's kind of like that kind of like maybe an app, like a cocktail party. Sure, kind of sure, sure. But like sitting down, like holding. It's hard to, cl- um, it's hard to clothe notes. yourself for a seated interview. It's a different game. It is. And it, that honestly was my first one. So I was like. For that to be your first, I, for that to be anyone's first one, where you're sitting in front of Jane Fonda, Candace Bergen, and Mary Steenbergen, hello. And then after the interview, they they sang, and um, Mary Steenbergen was like, "I actually, your shirt actually grew on me, <laughs> like during the interview." And I was like, "Oh my god, thank you!" And I said, "I was like, Candace," and she was like, "No." <gasps> god, I love <laughs> and to I was hear like, that. Amazing. I love to hear yeah, that like, Candace is dragging you. <laughs> the library is open and she will not she change her mind. I put it in that video, but Jane Fonda is like, you're so peppy. And Candace um, goes, he's on coke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what? I kind of was like, what? Like, I was like, no, I'm, how could I not be? Because like, I'm in front of you three, like icons. Like, I was just like 
so over stimulated just I would, enjoyed are yeah. you kidding me i would they would say for me it wasn't coke they'd think i was on insert <laughs> fentanyl i mean that's horrible like instead like whatever it's like the drug above coke um i would shit myself if i sorry yeah. let me let me manifest i will shit myself when i get to interview for book club three yeah <laughs> it's happening it's happening it's happening i mean yeah. i i got to go to a screening for two i think for three i will do a junket and then i will be i will play the role of the book in four work work it. manifest well listen this is a devastating time for me to end this interview because you are a king a queen of all things but i have to ask you the final podcast question which is julian brzezinski what is the best Whoopi goldberg film ghost great answer you said it with a question mark but i'm gonna put oh no 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 sorry sister act two that's the more correct answer yeah sorry sorry. and that is the more correct answer no you 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 found it eventually i never want to cajole or force anyone into a sister act two answer but you have moved up a notch in my book julian thank you for coming on that's a gay ass podcast thank you for coming on that's a gay ass live show as one of our himbos of the night and tell me now where can people follow you um you can follow me on instagram at julian cookies on tiktok at julian berzinski um on youtube julian berzinski and yeah. And if you are a single Jewish man who wants to talk first at a party, hit me up and then I will set you up on your first date. Yeah, my DMs are open as well. Hello, yeah, Verse King. Eric. <laughs> thank you for coming on. You're a star and I will see you soon. I know it. Yeah, thank you for having me. Oh. Anytime. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.